Hi everyone, it's Giselle and welcome to The World Through Our Eyes, a podcast where we talk about recent news events and speak to study away students about their experiences. Anti-corona protests have sparked all over the world, one of the most recent big ones being the protests held a couple months ago in the capital of Germany. It is said that about 38,000 people attended these protests in Berlin, and about 200 were arrested by the police for not complying with the safety rules. Unsurprisingly, a majority of the protesters were right-wing extremists or conspiracy theorists that believe that COVID regulations infringe on their freedom or that COVID-19 is not real. As we all know, conspiracy theories have been very big these past few years. There is a conspiracy theory for almost anything, so it comes as no surprise that people would think COVID-19 is made up by the government to control their citizens. When I first heard about this, I was kind of shocked. I know the protests have been happening in the U.S., but the U.S. is also very individualistic, and we didn't handle COVID very well from the beginning. On the contrary, Europe seemed to handle COVID-19 very well, and the government had placed many safety regulations and reacted quickly. I had been studying abroad in Spain, and I got to see firsthand how serious they took this pandemic overseas. People were not allowed on the streets unless they were going to the supermarket, pharmacy, or doctors, and they had to be wearing face masks at all times. The police and the military were on the streets making sure that people weren't breaking quarantine lockdown rules. There were fees of up to a thousand euros or jail time for people who broke these rules, and that is how seriously they were taking this pandemic. A lot of European countries followed similar guidelines. That is how they were able to control the spread of COVID and open up the country a lot faster. I can understand why people think COVID-19 is a hoax. European countries handled the pandemic so well that maybe the lack of people getting sick or dying made others think that nothing was going on. We see it here in the U.S. People will go out and think that this is all made up until a close family member or a friend passes away or becomes infected. It is a sad reality. I wish people would think of this less as an infringement on their rights and more as a way to help others. Next up, I want to talk about an issue that has been living in my mind, the migrants at sea in Europe. I'll give you a rundown on what's been going on across the world in case you had no idea. Following the death of Libya's dictator, Colonel Muammar Gaddafi, There have been two rival groups fighting to obtain power over the country, which has led to a lot of unrest, not to mention the increasing action of ISIS in this territory. The people of Libya are going through a lot. If we look at a map, we can see that Libya is across from Italy and Greece, so it comes as no surprise that many migrants and refugees use Libya to get to Europe. That being said, these migrants and refugees leave their countries for various reasons, including economic issues, civil war unrest, religious prosecutions, dictatorships, and torture. They leave their countries with the hope of a better life. Being that most of the migrants and refugees enter through Italy or Greece, these countries are not very happy. Matteo Salvini, the former interior minister of Italy, actually encouraged Libya's Coast Guard to capture and return the migrants back to Libya before they made it to the European waters. Italy has been heavily criticized for this. Many human rights groups are upset with the way Italy has reacted. 
Migrants that get returned live in horrible conditions at detention, and they suffer torture and abuse. The European Union is calling for an agreement on a migrant refugee distribution plan to help solve this. Now that I have caught you up on the basics, I will explain to you why this is so important. Two months ago, Greece secretly abandoned a thousand migrants at sea, leaving them to die. This information was very upsetting and it made me wonder what ends up happening with these migrants. The international maritime rules state that any vessel that is at sea is required to help those in need or that are distressed. However, the country that helps those people is not required to allow them to dock in their territory. They have to wait for someone to allow them to dock in a safe place. Now, the issue with that is that they could be waiting for days or weeks. An example of this story would be Carola Raquete, the captain of Sea-Watch 3 rescue vessel. She went against the orders of the Italian government and decided to dock on the island of Lampedusa with about 40 migrants June 2019. She claimed that they were running out of resources, fuel, and water, so she needed to dock. Right after docking in Italy, she was arrested. In court, she argued that it was her humanitarian duty under the humanitarian law to dock the vessel in order to ensure the safety of everyone aboard. The judge ended up siding with her, and she was released. These events have brought up a memory from my first time abroad. As we were waiting to board our cruise in Italy, we noticed a group of about 15 men and some children sitting together. I vividly remember a child drinking water from a water hose and seeing men jump a fence and attempt to hop on a ship while they were being chased by police. I was on a high school trip, so our teacher had gotten a police officer to escort us to the waiting area since a lot of us were confused and frightened. I didn't realize what was going on at that moment, if I'm being quite honest, and I was kind of scared. It wasn't until I made it back home that I realized those men I had seen were refugees that were trying to get on ships to reach a different destination. I was struck with guilt when I realized what was going on. Guilt for feeling afraid when they weren't going to hurt us. They just wanted a better life. Guilt when I remembered they had been drinking water out of a hose, something that I had never had to do because I never had to worry about having clean water. Guilt when I realized that they had probably gone through so much, yet they never gave up and they kept trying to escape Greece. We live such sheltered lives here in the U.S. It is difficult to understand what others go through. We don't comprehend the hardships and what would drive people to risk their own lives to migrate somewhere else. So many people die while trying to reach a better life, a more hopeful future. It is our job to continue informing ourselves on what is going on around the world and to work as a collective to complete our humanitarian duties. I hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you next time on The World Through Our Eyes.